Hey guys, thanks for tuning in the podcast. I uh, got a quick little uh, field note for you. Oh, I gotta turn those fucking guys off, huh? Anyways, I got a quick field note for you. Um, but I am gonna address some comments I've been getting. Uh, like I said, we're across like 10 different platforms. <clears throat> so we get these things on Twitter, we get these things on Vimeo, we get them on YouTube, we get them on freaking Facebook and uh, Snapchat. We got, we got, we're all over the place. So I'll just address them on the podcast instead of like personally. So then, cause somebody has to, if one person has a question on like YouTube or what have you, um, chances are people are going to have a, uh, this question elsewhere most likely. But to answer your guys' question, yes, I bring up a lot of my situation because it's my way of translating these tactics to you because this is my firsthand experience. So if I don't include how I'm a, I, I understand how this works and, 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 and include my story into it, then I can't, I can't relate how it works in application. Do you understand? Everybody's situation is going to be different, but you need to understand that the only way for me to communicate this experience and to show you how I have um, experience dealing with these tactics or what have you is be, is my own experience. So yes, I'm going to weave my own story into all this because this is how I am understanding it because this is the context. But also because if I give you my story, then you can understand like, oh, okay, so they can they can use it like this. And then flip it like this, or this is how they can weaponize this behavioral science, or what have you. You know, we can just insert anything into here. But this being the, you know, the the false crisis that was created, or what have you. Pardon me, but yeah. So I have to. I understand. I talk a lot about myself in this situation, but it's my way of translating the situation. So then, once this happens to me, I break down the tactics, and then. I'll bring in my situation to educate you on how this can become toxic for you and how they can weaponize these things. And that's the only reason why I talk about my situation so much in this situation. Um, it relates to the, 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 the content and it also lets you know I have experience with these tactics. I'm not just pulling these strategies out of my behind like a magician with an endless, you know, uh, 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 different color cloths coming out of my sling. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Pardon me. But yeah, real quick, going back to the field note is, <clears throat> you know, I talk a lot about how your food will be poisoned um, and how they become to learn uh, your your patterns and stuff like that. Understand, um, in the military industrial community, you know, basically the... the Pentagon contractor community, whatever, these kinds of slow assassinations, etc. it's a cottage industry, believe it or not. It is a specific niche of services that uh, lots of private contractors for the military provide. Hey, we got so-and-so, they're talking about shit, or we, we heard them already kind of bring shit up, or what have you, da-da-da-da. You know, we need you to kind of sweep this dude under the rug, but don't make a lot of drama out of it. So, They'll start giving you health problems, the doctors, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you'll confuse it as my body just falling apart, of the, you know what I'm saying? But these guys will actually be exposing you to radiation. They'll be poisoning you, slowly poisoning your food, etc. How they do those things, you know what I'm saying? Besides, besides the, well, the COINTELPRO shit, there's lots of people who are former military, former government employees with clearance. This shit happens too. 
Uh, besides people who get in this program for fucking, you know, uh, that, that bullshit Department of Homeland Security, low standards of declaring you a... Uh, uh, a domestic terrorist. I've read. I've read the list over and over. I'm not going to do it every podcast. Um, CSO Online has a has the uh, a great breakdown of that silly list that they have. Ugh. But anyways, lots of reasons for people to get into this. Not just being government dissident or what have you. There's also former government employees that get put in this COINTELPRO kind of shit. Um, they don't experience the whole part of the program, but they will experience some of the slow assassination parts of it. So, so getting back to the, the, the quick little field note, I just wanted to lay that down as a groundwork, is what they will do is they'll go through your trash. Do you understand? They'll find out what you like to eat. They'll find out what your favorite beverage is, etc. And then these contractors, like I said, the government loves to have plausible deniability when they're trying to kill people. Um, so how, the, how it goes is the government will pay contractors, and then the contractors will usually go online or what have you if they don't already have a foothold in, a, in the city that you live in. So San Diego, that's a little different. San Diego is just a military town. The organized crime and the government are like fucking BFFs around here because they provide services for the government, and if they get caught, it must have been organized crime that was doing it to you, not the government, right? Anyways. So if they don't have a if the contractors who uh, agree to help you take a dirt nap fast don't uh, have a foothold in the city which you live in or what have you they'll if and right meaning that they don't have a relationship with organized crime what they'll do is believe it or not organized crime goes online a lot to get jobs for assassinations etc I mean a lot of it's used done using uh, Monero which is a cryptocurrency that's untraceable. It's not like Bitcoin where, you know I'm saying, the government's now getting involved. It's Monero. Monero is very untraceable. The conversion rate is kind of shit, but it still allows people to get paid for doing, rendering services, criminal services, without being caught. And so these contractors, they'll go on the dark web and a lot of these, a lot of uh, criminal organizations will put out ads for services or what have you. And then they'll put in details, this is what we need you to do to this person, this is the details, da 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 da, da. And, you know, they'll have, a, they'll have a means of trying to verify that shit if they don't have a relationship with somebody in that city. I'm getting into the logistics of it, and I need to talk about, this, talk about the tip. But I just want you to know that there's lots of ways of, of you know what I'm saying, of, of peeling a potato. There's lots of ways of skinning a cat. There's lots of ways of, of, of doing it. So if it doesn't happen... And the way which you understand, remember, um, remember, um, what's that shit called? Availability heuristics. Remember, I have a podcast on that. Availability heuristics. Just because something doesn't ring your bell as something you understand doesn't mean that there's not another way of doing it. Or another, another way at which you can become a target or how people are targeting you, etc. Anyways, back to the, 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 uh, the tip at hand. They go through your garbage. And because, believe it or not, your garbage is, is public property. Once you throw something in the trash, it's public property, believe it or not. So people can go through your garbage. And what they do is they go through your garbage and they find out all the things, your favorite foods you like to eat, all the things you like to drink, etc. And then most organized crime has lots of people who work in grocery stores and mini marts and gas stations and, and fast food restaurants because 
organized crime, the way they get away with cheating on their taxes is trying to look like they have a legitimate job. It's really just a bullshit job. And they don't do much. And in fact, you know, they'll even tell the guy who gets them that job at the place, hey, this guy, he's my buddy. Don't have him do a lot. And if he doesn't come in, don't give him a hard, a hard time or whatever. It's just so these guys can look like on their taxes, like they're not committing tax fraud or they're not making, or the reason why they drive a fucking Escalade, is, you know what I'm saying, isn't because they're cheating on their taxes or they have drug money coming in. It's because they all live in a group at their one house. You know, all the families live in at one house and uh, they have a job at fucking McDonald's or whatever. You think that's silly, but that's how they get away with it. Well, at least around here. Um, because the, there's a culture of, um, there's a, you know, part of Hispanic culture is that, you know, saying lots of, uh, the families will all live in one house. There'll be multiple families live in one house, maybe sometimes four or five families at one time, and they'll just have one room. And since that's a cultural trope, what will happen is a lot of people will just list their one address that they'll list their one, uh, like four or five families or, or a bunch of people will list their address as one house. And they'll just say, oh, well, we live together and we save a lot of money that way. And hey, we're Hispanic. That's part of the culture. Um, that's why I can drive around. A, that's why I have an Escalade or whatever. And, you know, I work at fucking Walmart or whatever, right? So they have a bullshit job. And what that does is allow them to uh, cheat on the taxes and hide their criminal activity. But that also gives them opportunities. So what they do is they go through your trash and then they communicate to all the stores around you, all the eateries, etc. Because most organized crime... Like I said before, they are a parasitic, they're a parasitic organization. They, they're parasites on existing infrastructure. So what they do is they infiltrate infrastructure, whether that be grocery stores, gas stations, what have you. And they take these bullshit jobs and it gives them a strategic advantage to have eyes and ears everywhere. And also if they get as, you know, it allows them to provide other services like this one I'm, I'm describing where they go through your trash to find out your favorite foods. And then what happens is there'll be somebody assigned to um, adulterating your food. They'll put like a tracker on your car, kind of like what they're doing with, uh, what do you call it? The fucking air tags is what's going on. A lot of females getting that happening to their air tags. So they'll fucking track your car. And when they see you on the way to the grocery store or whatever, they'll notify their dude on, the te- on their phone, text message or whatever. You know, they'll usually have like a code word or they'll talk about you like, let's say your name is fucking Jeff. They'll, instead of saying Jeff, they'll be like, um, um, they, hey man, do you have, uh, can you set aside some food for, for my lady, uh, uh, Jessica or whatever, right? Remember I told you about the brevity alphabet shit? Or my friend Jessica is coming over soon, uh, you think you can hook me up with a, with a bot or whatever? But basically it just looks like a harmless text message, but really they're talking about, like I said, the guy Jeff, let's say Jeff is getting slowly assassinated and this organized crime organization has been paid by a contractor and they already have adulterated versions of your favorite things that you eat that they've already gone through your trash to see that you like to eat and drink and so they'll have lots of those things they'll pre-buy lots of those things and then at the grocery store by your house or at your food places around your house or whatever those people they know your favorite thing you like to eat they know how to adulterate it they know how to fucking put chemicals in it whatever so it you don't you don't notice what's going on so what i say personally is find like you know those big dumpsters behind grocery stores or in apartments or whatever i wouldn't throw your trash out that way what i would fucking do is 
double bag your trash first off so it doesn't leak in your car put it in your trunk and then go to one of those giant trash cans at like an apartment complex or whatever and then untie the bag and then just dump out the trash out of the bag and then throw the bag away somewhere else you know or throw the bag in your trash every day because what that does is that's going to scatter your trash all over like one of those dumpsters or whatever and rotate the dumpsters go to different apartments different behind this whatever so trash day no longer is trash day for you trash day for you is i've got a lot of trash it's time for me to remember all these dumpsters where i can throw away my shit and when i throw it out i dump it out of the bag i don't throw all the trash in the bag in there so now it's all my stuff because what's going to happen is they already have a tracker on my car what are you going to be doing is make it difficult for these assholes to find your favorite shit and then buy lots of that shit so they can pre-adulterate it maybe your favorite drinks you know, meats, fucking your favorite, I don't know, your favorite chips, whatever. Because a lot of the food we eat have lots of preservatives in it, so you can keep the shelf life of those things three or four months. So they can pre or buy three or four months worth of shit that they know you're going to eat or drink or whatever and adulterate that shit. And whenever you're you're out, whenever you're going to go to the grocery store, you're on the way to the grocery store, because they keep tabs on you, dog. They're getting paid. They're getting paid good money, too. Um, throw all that shit away in the trash. But throw that shit away, like, loosely. So it's just a bunch of items. And they have to sit there and fucking think about it. Or it's mixing with other fucking trash. <clears throat> maybe bring, like, a little, you know, those little box cutter razor blades with you. And slash open other bags of trash. And maybe drizzle that shit around. So it's all mixed up so they don't know. Because they're never going to just watch you throw that shit in there. They're always going to watch you from afar. If they're right on top of you, they don't want to do that. Because they don't want to fucking let you know that they're doing that. But they are. And if you think that possibly the government might be doing that to you, might be targeting you, if you're a little, if you know a buddy of yours who's getting his life turned upside down and you're good friends with him and you both work in the security industry, uh, uh, the, the military security industry, or you work a job with clearance. Because like I said, most jobs with clearance, this is like a cottage industry, bro. Um, make it hard for these guys to fucking poison you. Like right now, they're trying to poison me. Uh, with putting like ethanol and shit like that in my favorite drinks, etc. And they're telling everyone in town that I'm a drunk, etc. And my liver enzymes are going up. And basically what it is is they're, they're poisoning my food and my liver is having a hard time keeping up. But what they do is they'll, they'll, they'll lay that shit out ahead of time. They'll be like, oh yeah, I think that guy's like a drunk. Or they'll also start spreading rumors about you as well. So if you do end up kicking the bucket, it doesn't look like you did yourself in. So that's kind of one of the ways they're doing me on top of the uh, radiation shit. But make it hard for them. Don't throw away all your trash in a bag on trash day. Don't take your fucking trash out. Do you understand? Don't fucking put your trash out on trash day. Your trash day now is putting all your shit in a bag. Double bag it, like I said, so don't leak all over your back of your car. Once you get like four trash bags full, that's kind of like the trunk of a car's worth. Um... Go, you know what I'm saying? Now it's time for you to go to four at random. Make sure you have like 15 of these places which you know that the, the trash can is available. And, you know, at the back of malls and shopping centers. Like, there's just, it's you know what I'm saying? They're just everywhere. They're open. And as, as long as you're not like abusing it, you know what I'm saying? Go for it. But throw all your trash out. But do it loosely. Don't throw it all in one bag. Um... Make sure there's no receipts and shit in there. Like, shred all your receipts so they can't trace that shit back to you. Be like, oh, this is his so-and-so's trash right here. Here's a receipt. Blah, 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 blah. Make it hard for these bitches to poison you. Um, 
don't throw away all your trash in one bag. Your trash day now is going around to these dumpsters that are open. Like I said, don't abuse them, but this is obviously a situation where you do not want to be abused. Um, so like I said, it's not me. You're not a bad person for using the dumpster behind a fucking, you know, uh, a, a raw stress for less or whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I'm just picking something random. But like I said, have like 15 of these places. So when you do do trash days, you know what I'm saying? You're not always going to the same place. And remember, if there are other bags of trash in there, um, scatter that out. But if you get there and there's no trash in the trash can, do not throw your trash in there. Do you understand? Because it, they'll just, oh, this, if it's an empty trash, it's a, if it's an empty dumpster and you throw your shit in there, they're going to come in behind you. This is all his shit. So make sure that you do that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Throw out your trash loosely. Don't throw it out on trash day. They're going to go through your shit and find all the stuff you'd like to buy. It's not like they're not going to pay attention to you at the grocery store and pay attention. Always ask for the receipt when you leave. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't leave the receipt. Don't say you don't need a receipt. Because another way that they track you is they'll the they'll ask the person at the register to print up your receipt so they have a list of all the things that you buy. And then also understand that you're gonna have to, if you grocery shop from now on, you're not getting everything at one store. Like I said, this Cointel Pro shit is a pain in the ass, but you it doesn't feel like it's a danger right now. But the, the medical shit that they do, the shit that they do to fuck with your health, it creeps up on you, man. After about three years or so, all of a sudden you're noticing your body's different, your performance is different, you're out of breath. You know what I'm saying? They're going to fucking shoot radiation into your your fucking your spine. They herniate your discs. They're going to like, sooner or later you're going to be like, oh man, I just ain't the spring chicken I was anymore. That's because they've been slowly poisoning you while they're distracting you with all this crazy shit. So you have to make sure when you throw your shit away... Throw it away everywhere in one of those dumpsters. And make sure there's other trash in there. When you get up there, slash the fucking bags open and maybe move that shit around. Don't make it easy for them. And when you grocery shop, spread that shit around. Don't make it easy for these guys. Um, and this sounds like a pain in the ass, but oh my god, you're going to have to be inconvenienced to, to live longer. Oh, isn't that crazy? What this is going to do is because why it's important to... There's a saying called trade space for time. Um, what you're doing is if you drag this shit out, right? If you drag this out, you give yourself enough space to have the people who are abusing you get lazy. You can start capturing evidence that you're being harassed, that your food's being poisoned. You're going to learn how to be able to test your food and shit like that and have evidence, etc. So you can start getting police involved. So you can start getting law enforcement involved. Not to say that they won't be fucked with. Like with my my case, they DHS went over to all the local law enforcement and started telling a bunch of crazy shit. Telling them I was a local terrorist and shit like that and don't help me and blah, 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 blah. But it'll get to a certain point where they'll get lazy. You're trying to stretch that time out. So these little tips and tricks, bro, they're going to stretch that time out where your, your health isn't going to get fucked up. You understand? You need to stretch that out. So this is an inconvenience and you have to change your life now and you have to fucking spread that shit around, but it's going to help you in the long run, not make it easy for these guys to get good at adulterating all the food you like to eat, etc. You're going to make it a pain in the ass to fucking kill you because the government has unlimited resources and unlimited personnel to fuck you forever. If they put you on a shit list, if they put you on a termination list or a terminal list, <clears throat> 
Um, that means that that, may, that means they're going to keep going to you dead until you can get some evidence that this is happening to you or somebody is targeting you or whatever to raise suspicion. So, your one of the new lifestyle changes for you is you throw out your trash in a public dumpster. Um, and make it hard for these motherfuckers. That's not to say that, you know, I want to add this too. It's not to say that they won't go into your house and go through your trash while you're at work, etc. Hopefully you beefed up your security. I hope you did. They'll also start to do that if you make this a pain in the ass for them. But there are other ways to also, you know what I'm saying, like add cabinet locks to the trash can in your fucking kitchen or whatever or in your garage up the security for your garage or, or figure that shit out. But you want to make this a pain in the ass for these guys. They're never going to stop. You understand that. They're never going to fucking stop. But you can make it a pain in the ass for them or drag it out. So sooner or later they get lazy and they will start fucking up. And that's how you're going to start getting evidence that they're fucking with you. And that's the only way to make these people go away. You understand? Is fighting back. Showing that they're abusing you. You know what I'm saying? This Because once you get on a terminal list... Um, you're fucked, or what they call what? What's the what's the list called? It's called the um, disposition matrix. That's what they call it now. The fucking U.S. kill list, and and now the range for the disposition matrix is is fucking is wild. It's not just kill. It's not just kill targets. To be on the disposition list, sometimes it's just, um, you know, uh, like heightened awareness. Some of it is like they make sure to step on you. Financially, etc., put you through COINTELPRO or the terminal list, whereas, or the disposition matrix is that uh, is the kill list. But regardless, they're not going to stop until you can prove that these guys are fucking with you. And how you do it is having to change your life, stretching this shit out, making them hard for them to essentially hunt you, hunt a human. Imagine hunting a human in a first world suburban consumer environment and you have to make it look like an accident how are you going to do that through their food through radiation exposures to develop cancers or what have you you know what i'm saying and it's going to be slow they're going to be slow to ramp it up they're going to start feeding you things putting stuff in your food that your body can't process and then they won't stop and they'll slowly start upping the dosage etc until it looks like you know you die just because i don't know you got a bad liver bro Oh, I hurt. I, 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 and then while they're doing, and also keep in mind while they're while they're abused, while they're trying to poison you, etc. They'll also spread rumors about you that will correspond to how they're uh, assaulting you. You know, whether it be poison stuff that like hit your liver. Like in my case, they're doing lots of like rat poisons, and it's supposed to be some sort of poetic message, like "Stop leaking, stop, don't be a rat," and blah blah blah. That's another. That's one of the reasons why they put rat poison in my food. But, uh, yeah, you got to make it a pain in the ass. You got to drag this shit out. Trade space for time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be in a hurry to fuck. Sometimes you're not you're not going to be able to get this done fast to get these people to go away. I know, you. like, we live in a society where everything is instant gratification. But these are people who are going to keep getting paid to fuck you until the job is done because the government is a hammer company. And whenever they have a problem, all the problems look like a nail. Do you understand? It's kind of like uh, law enforcement. There should be... Not every problem is a beat the shit out of you and handcuff you and put you in the car problem. Some of them is a mental illness problem, etc. 
uh, nothing but unfortunately law enforcement is a is a hammer company do you know what I'm saying so like what you need to do is drag that shit out make it hard for them so you have to give yourself space from these guys to start gathering uh, evidence etc testing your food for things learning how to test your food etc full poisons etc so you can be like look this is a you know, granted, these are low levels, um, but this accumulates fast, etc. And you start building this body of evidence. Uh, but make it hard for them. Throw your trash away in a very, you know, spread it out. Don't put it in bags so they can just take you to their place. And, okay, he likes to buy this. He likes to buy this fucking cheese. He likes to buy these kinds of meats. He likes to buy this energy drink, whatever. Because what they're going to do is... Um, Let's say every morning you order, you, you gas up before you go to work and you buy like your favorite energy drink in the morning. What they're going to do is, you know, in that movie, um, let me back up. What's it called? Matt Damon was in it. What was it called? The, 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 the starts with a D. Now I got to look it up. Yeah, I just looked it up. We just time traveled. I pressed pause on the recorder. You don't know that though. Time travel. Anyways. Yeah. It, the Departed. Remember in The Departed when in the very beginning the guy comes into the store and he's like shaking down the store owner, etc. Well, these people, if they don't have somebody working there at that gas station, like I said, they don't have one of their people, they're just going to go in there and they're going to intimidate whoever's working there and be like, look, we're going to come in here in the morning and this motherfucker, he's going to buy this shit and we, we're going to need you to swap out this beverage. We're going to need you to put this ream of these things in there every morning before he comes in here at, you know, 5 a.m. or whenever you go to work. And they'll follow, they'll follow the cashier home. They'll follow the manager home. Intimidate him at the house. Like, you don't understand. That is that real life. Especially here in San Diego. Because the cartel runs everything. Like I said, it won't necessarily always... Sometimes they'll come with like a, 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 like a silly story about you or whatever. To make the person be like, oh my gosh. And then it makes them feel like they're part of something bigger or whatever. They do that too. But if that doesn't work, they... You know what I'm saying? They'll just use blind intimidation and be like, this motherfucker comes to the store. You better put this shit... You know, you better put this, you know, in place of whatever his favorite drink is. If he, you know, gets if he gets a Gatorade and a coffee or whatever, we need to sprinkle some of this rat poison in those coffee grounds before he goes and gets his coffee and whatever. Like, you don't think that happens, but that does. But uh, that's what they do. They get used. They find out your patterns. They find out the best, the favorite things you like to eat and drink and whatever. And they will make sure you slowly start to consume adulterated versions of those little things. Um, and however they choose to fuck you up, they'll probably start passing rumors around like that, um, ahead of time in town, except, yo, I've heard that guy's like a drunk and blah, 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 blah. And then, so if you end up like getting, you know, liver cancer or whatever from what the shit that they feed you, um, they'll just, everyone will just be like, you know what I'm saying? They'll just, everyone will just think, oh, well, I heard he was a lush. So whatever. It doesn't matter if you're, you know like a Mormon, like me, oh, well, besides, I don't, I don't, I don't have any vices, caffeine, that's about it, not even marijuana, I haven't done that shit since my 20s, so I'm a pretty boring guy, but I've already heard around town and stuff like that, that they're, I mean, that's what they're saying about me, and like I said, here I am bringing this shit up about myself, because I know how this works based on my experience, and I'm communicating it to you. So, yes, my, my personal experience will be sprinkled in lots of these podcasts, but that's only to relate to you better so you can understand how I know what the hell I'm talking about. But the main thing I want you to take away from this is spread your trash around. Don't Your trash day is no longer out in front of your house. 
or whatever. If you live in an apartment, go to another apartment complex and spread that trash out. Um, or, do you know what I'm saying? Do it in different dumpsters and sprinkle it everywhere. If there's other bags in there, cut those open with your blade. Just make it hard for them. Do you understand? Make it hard for these people to study you so they can slowly poison you. And uh, I think that's about it. Um, I hope this helps. And I hope you get this message as I broadcast from deep in San Diego, from deep inside the filter bubble. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh. You know what? I hate that when you publish and you need to add something else to this, but I'm adding tacking on to the end of this podcast because I had this great idea, um, at least in San Diego and other military communities, other communities which have a military base there and a city has grown around it. Do people, you know, what you should do is do a service to people in that community, especially around these military towns. I mean, they're all over the United States. It's not just San Diego. There's bases all over the United States which have a town right next to them. And a lot of this stuff applies. What I recommend lots of you do, since this is well known in the community that things happen, is if there's an apartment complex and you have lots of people in the military, you know, saying the military, what have you, because I know lots of you guys like to live off base, or etc. Understand these things happen to very good people, people who aren't criminals, people who aren't disposing national secrets or what have you they might just make the government embarrassed about something that they obviously did and in most cases it is in most cases it is very much a chelsea manning situation and very much is a uh uh, edward snowden situation where the government is breaking the law and they just if the government can't if you don't respect the government or fear them they can't rule you do you understand and so that's why it's they tried they have this cottage industry of slowly sweeping someone under the rug and making it look like their life just came apart or what have you. But if there, if you are in a military community, what have you, um, do your other people in your community also a favor? Because in every military community, this is happening. Is to also throw, and let's like say in apartment complexes, etc. I'm, I'm actually talking more so about apartment complexes. But there's lots of them around military bases. Lots of people live off base. Is to all throw, everyone throw your trash away very loosely. Bring the bag to the thing and then dump it into the dumpster. That way, if there is somebody else in your community as well um, who is going through this, what have you, it helps protect them. And literally by throwing your trash away a certain way, you can be protecting other people who are being unfairly uh, assaulted and and, and in lots of cases uh, trying to be, you know, pushed into the ground. So, you know, throw your trash away very loosely and out of bags, etc., do someone else the, the courtesy. And I say this especially around military towns because this stuff happens especially in high levels around military towns. It's COINTELPRO shit because the government just, they care so much about their reputation. Do you understand? So do those people a favor. You may not be, you know what I'm saying? You may not have special attention, but there are other people in your community. And if you also believe that there are lots of times the government fucks up, kind of like the Julian Assange... Uh, Chelsea Manning situation where they're covering up a war crime or like in the case of Edward Snowden where they were literally uh, violating the constitution um, etc there are lots of people who uh, you know what I'm saying don't don't make it as far as those guys they don't make it to pre- the press etc and they need a contingency plan so do those people a favor if you live in one of these military towns if you work for the government if you have if you have clearance etc um, and but you don't but you're very confident that you're not under this sort of abuse. Throw away your trash like that in dumpsters in your apartment complex or what have you. Because it could also help mask somebody else's shit. 
Um, I'm not saying be like, you know, a raccoon. I'm just saying how you dispose of your garbage loosely outside of bags or what have you um, could save somebody else as well. So if you're in a military community, think about that. Because these tips that I'm giving people, you know, they're, they're, I mean, I've already seen people in different military communities, etc. People reach out to me saying, like, thank you very much to what you're doing in your service. And I believe me, this isn't at all uh, this whole COINTELPRO uh, project or I'm, you know, I'm helping people. It is not at all just me. Uh, like I said, I am just a, a vessel. But, um, yeah, throw your trash away differently. And it might help other people who are in a dire situation. So I just wanted to add that. Anyways, thanks for listening. You've listened to another episode of the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. If you would like to learn more about COINTELPRO 2.0, we have an online wiki. You can get to that wiki at COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O dot com spelled out. You can listen to our podcast whenever you'd like. You don't need to have like an app to listen to it, like Spotify or what have you. That'll track your data. Uh, if you go to podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO2ZERO.com. It'll take you to a page where you can listen to it right in your browser. So people aren't learning your listening habits, etc. I go out of my way to make these resources available so you don't need an app and you can use an app. You can use a browser that keeps your privacy like DuckDuckGo to listen to these things. So, um, you know what I'm saying? So maybe you don't get, you know, people listening to you or paying attention to you who shouldn't. If you want to check out some of our videos, our videos, that correspond to this podcast series, um, please check those out at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. That's videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And I want to thank all my muses, all the people from the community who helped me um, 100% this podcast is not, is not a creation of my own. These are, um, I, you know what I'm saying? I had lots of help with my homework and I am nobody. Do you understand? I am a nobody who is just going through a shitty situation and I was just blessed to have people that I will never know their names, etc. help me through this, help me with my homework, so to speak. And those people deserve all the credit these people are patriots. These people understand, uh, you know, what's going on, how this horrible program works that was created uh, during the Bush administration, during, you know, um, when the Patriot Act got signed, etc. And um, it's been 20 years and it's disgusting. And all the credit goes to these people who will be nameless, who I don't know, like I said, and I am nobody. But we are creating this resource for you to, so the government can no longer uh, illegally and, and, uh, and through loopholes abuse and in some cases even kill people who they think should keep their mouth shut. And I want to thank those people for helping me. And um, I appreciate all 30,000 of our listeners so far. And please um, recommend this podcast uh, the wiki, the video series to anybody that you, you think might be in trouble 
or use these resources to explain to people in your life if you are under these circumstances as to what is going on. Again, my name is Stephen Beckman, and thanks for listening.